0: Sometimes you do put put other people first, and that's okay. But you just have to understand the detriment of it. And at that event, I didn't understand, like, I'm going to miss lunch. I'm going to be starving for the rest of the day. Nobody knows where I am because I didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's hard. It's hard. You can't really know until you know. I made too many commitments, too many parties, too many barbecues, too many weddings. I, I remember I was spread so thin with too many relationships in many ways. And you got to be real careful with this, and you got to protect your time and effort um, so that you don't burn to the ground.
0: Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1305, What Does Vulnerability Actually Mean to You? Today, for episode number 1306, one reason many of us get burnt out. We had a late night at the Airbnb when the team all came in, not all the team, but the team who did come in, came in, and leave it up to Alan and I to kind of leave our presentation, our PowerPoint to the the night before the event. So we've done that in the past. You and I are usually pretty good with that because it's fresh in our mind. We like to figure out, okay, now that we know who's coming, how do we formulate this right? So that's really worked well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Quick preface. We did finish the guidebook in advance. Fair. So it's not like we left all of the content. Fair, fair. We fair. knew. We knew fair. what we were gonna do. We just didn't yeah. have the PowerPoint done yet. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair. We had a but we had all a, the frameworks. We had yeah. all the yeah.
0: Yeah. And we already had the yeah, we had the outline. We knew, okay, session one, this session two, breakout session, breakout session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Making us look better than I am, making us look worse. Yeah, so I, I wanna good. show
1: the truth. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> that's
0: all the truth. That's fair. So that night. We did a bunch of other stuff. You went with for a walk with the team. I think I just like hung out, ate, <laughs> and, and watched uh, something on, on YouTube. But then it was like, okay, we know who's coming. That's all figured out. Volunteers have their responsibilities. That's all figured out. All right, let's do this presentation. Now, we have an understanding of what to do, but we just want to put something together nicely. And the team was like, awesome. We can't wait to see how this goes behind the scenes. This is going to be great. And we're like, yeah, it's uh, hopefully. It might not be as great as you think. We'll see. So... We start working on it and it takes time, right? I mean, putting something together with that level of intentionality, it just takes time. And Jesse was creating the digital assets in Canva because we are not good at that. And, and Amy and Christina and Jesse are really good at that. And I don't think Amy was there yet, right? Amy D wasn't Correct. there yet. Yeah,
1: it was me, yeah. you, Christina, Jesse, and Amy L. Yeah. And there's that big screen in the living room that we yeah. hooked your laptop up to. And then Jesse was driving. First, I was driving. And then it was like, first, it was Kevin driving. And then you're like, hey, can you drive, man? And and drive means be on the laptop. And then it was like, you know what? Honestly, Jesse, can you just drive and create this stuff? The assets were so good. I'm still going to be using some of them in my coaching. But that's kind of the play-by-play. You got Kevin, Jesse, Amy L., Christina, and myself all in one living room in a cabin, honestly, by a mountain. It was amazing on a lake. And we're all, it's late night, it's probably like 9.30 p.m. when we started, and we have a guidebook to go by, and Jesse's creating the guidebook into a PowerPoint presentation to facilitate the day, and it was the best, I think, collaborative experience I've ever personally had, where there was no ego, and everyone was kind of pitching and catching in their own genius zones, and so Kev, for example, when it comes to delivering content on a stage, has is very good, particularly with our audience, but like doesn't know how to use Canva like very well. Yeah. I'm good at the frameworks, but I'm not as good at the story and the, the structure and the experience of it. So we're all kind of like, and it was really cool. For me, that was a really special moment of all of us are collaborating without ego. It mm-hmm. was really good, but it was also late and we were all spread really thin and that's yeah. what you're going to get to. So.
0: Well, I had that. I had a moment and I started to, I tried to preface this with a team where I said, hey, at any point, if you are getting super tired and you're burning tomorrow's fuel, please go to bed at any point, And I said this a couple of times and there's a reason I said this. This is the reason. Because one reason many of us get burnt out is because we solve other people's problems before we solve our own problems, thus creating more problems for ourselves. And I knew we have the best team in the world that's filled with people that just want to add value and believe in the mission so much and they're just driven by adding value to the community that I knew they would stay up late. Regardless of how late late was, I knew they weren't going to go to bed without us. But I I wanted them to because I didn't want this to happen. I was afraid of that. And we, we talked about this in the team call yesterday. It's like, yeah, I, I might have slept three hours, but I'm kind of used to that. Like, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. I don't care. It's only one day. Like, I'm already thinking about when I get to sleep the next day. It's not that big of a deal. But I also understand that not everybody functions that way. And honestly, not everybody should function that way. And I told you this, Alan. I said, after it was all said and done, and I think it might have been the Sunday after, I said, just keep an eye on the team because I don't know if we fully understand how much of a burn that, that is. Yeah, Like being away for three days, staying up way past what you're normally used to staying up, getting up earlier than maybe you do, you know, the discomfort of the event. I said, just keep an eye on the team because I think that's probably more burning than you and I Can understand because we've just been doing this for long enough. So that really is the goal of this episode is number one, for you to understand how often do you swoop in to solve someone's problems at the detriment of yourself? And if you were able to try to reformulate that intention and understand, okay, I only have so much to give. I only have so much energy left. I only have so much water in my, my buckets to pour from, how could you show up differently and more intentionally? That would be my question.
1: We used to talk on the Hyperconscious podcast during the Hyperconscious podcast days about this book all the time by Gretchen Rubin called The Four Tendencies. Kev, I think you read that book and then you started talking about it because you knew our listeners struggle with being an obliger. Mm -hmm. So the four tendencies are a questioner, an upholder, a rebel, and an obliger. The rebel cannot keep promises to him or herself or other people. The obliger always keeps promises to other people, but not to self. The questioner keeps promises to self, but not to others. And then the upholder is someone who is learning how to be good at both. Mm -hmm. They can keep promises to themselves and promises to others. Our listeners tend to be obligers. And uh, that's kind of what Kevin's referring to here, which is Jesse, Christina and Amy L. So keep in mind, Amy L is emceeing the event and She's outside of her comfort zone, maybe more than what she let on. I don't know, um, but to your point, Kev, it was interesting for you to say like that. This don't underestimate what this might do to people because it's way outside their comfort zone. I don't think I've ever been very good at maybe identifying how hard those things are on people, mm. um, and yeah. I think to your point, it's we're so used to it. I remember back in college, I used to pull all-nighters and then do a signal signals analysis test that was just horribly brutal. With a, even, the best score was a 76. Mm-hmm. And then they have to bell curve the thing to make it, you know. And I would pull an all-nighter and still barely pass the damn thing. Because it was so hard. And so, like, I, I do sometimes, I think, underestimate what this can do to people. but. And I'm going to get better at that as a leader. But to the point of this episode, if you're out there listening, you might be an obliger. You might be putting other people's needs ahead of your own at the expense of yourself. And then you might be creating problems for yourself that then you have to go solve behind the scenes so that you can get back in a place to where you can go add value again. And this all comes down to the, Amy L. mentioned this at the event, and it's it's simple and it's some people think it's corny because it's been told so many times, but it's the best way to articulate it. When the plane's going down, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. And that is the analogy. Because there's a book by Ayn Rand called The Virtue of Selfishness. And I found that book fascinating. And I don't necessarily think everyone should read it. I don't necessarily think it's a world-class book or anything. But I do think that the idea that putting yourself first is selfish is not intelligent. Because if you are burning down, you, you have less to give. And so what if what's best for you is what's best for the world? What if what's best for you is what's best for others? If you're an obliger, if you're someone who wants to serve, if you're someone who's a good-hearted person, if you're heart-driven, then what's best for you is what's best for other people. Maybe not in every circumstance, right? There's extreme scenarios where if like Kevin really needed me and I'm like, well, I'm doing my yoga, bro, right? Like obviously that doesn't make any sense. But holistically, you can't burn yourself out because then you're useless to everyone, including yourself. It's,
0: it's something I'm trying to always be conscious of where, I think I've used this example before, but this is just the same thing, just maybe at a deeper level. If Tara and I have friends over on a Friday, I usually have a call, depending, I have a call 10 a.m. on Saturday, actually 9 a.m. on Saturday, I think. And I'll literally say, I'll say, babe, just FYI, I'm probably going to go to bed at like 10 or 11. I'm going to go to bed earlier than everybody else, most likely, if people are staying over, just an FYI, because I can't. If I oblige everybody tonight, I will pay for it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And not only will I pay for it, but the business will pay for it. My clients will pay for it. I mean, I've had nights where I stayed up way too late. And it's like, I wake up and it's like, oh, no. Oh, today is going to suck. Today is going to be brutal. It's going to
1: be brutal. <laughs> yeah. Those moments. Th- those worst. moments are the worst.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah.
1: But You look when- at your calendar and you're like, I had that. There's no way. Yeah, I had that the There's other day. No
0: way I, can well, do I had this. that the other day. I had yeah. nine to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12, 12 to 1, 1 to 2. I think I had like an hour break and it was like two to three, three to four, four to five, five to six. Like, oh, this, is, <laughs> this is good. This is going to be great. I love this. But when you have this happen enough times or when you see it enough times, you start to understand oh, interesting. This is probably going to be one of those opportunities where I burn tonight and it affects tomorrow. I just think that's an awareness thing. Again, I've I've had times, I remember this, where I went down, so we had a studio in Worcester. I needed something from the studio, I think. And Bianca lives where I used to live. Shout out to Bianca. And I was like, hey, can I swing by and grab something? I got something in the basement. And I literally consciously thought to myself, and I think I told her, I was like, I can't stay long. I can't stay long. Because if if I get caught in conversation with you, the rest of my day is going to go off the rails and mm-hmm. I'm going to be either late for something or I'm not going to be on schedule with what I had planned. My state's going to be off. So that's just another example of if I'm if I stay longer than I should, there is a downside of that. Definitely. And I think just being aware of the downside, using that as a necessity to put up a boundary and just understand, look most likely this person's going to understand and appreciate me setting that boundary, but I have to set the boundary because if I don't, I'm going to be the one who's getting the the pain in the butt on the other end.
1: I absolutely love book club. It is my favorite way to start the weekend. We talk about uh, the chapter that we read previously, and it made a big difference in my life and the beginning of my journey of self-development. And it is a very kind and welcoming community And it's a great space where if you want to um, just sit and listen, you're able to, but there's also a lot of space for discussion and questions. I have nothing but good things to say about book club. And that, that'll be the last piece that I say. I know we got to jump here because Kev has another podcast in five minutes. No, no, I'm, I'm good. We both have calls in 20. Oh, okay. All right. Awesome. Well then, you know, buckle up listeners. We're going to hang for another 20 now. So last night, this is the this is the hard part about having goals. No one else knows what's required of you for your goals. So they might not understand why you have to leave early. They might not understand why you have to go I I actually got a call from my mother recently and she so my aunt owns a place on the ocean in Narragansett, I think. Yeah, Narragansett. And my mom called me. So first she texted me yesterday. She said, call me. And I had to set a boundary with that too. Cause I said, is it urgent? Cause I, you know, can you please like, what's going on? What's up? Is it bad? Is everything good? Are we good? I don't want to, please don't say, just call me right in the middle of the day. Cause then I'm sitting here worrying. Mm. So anyways, uh, she's like, no, it's nothing bad. All good. Just call me. I said, okay, I'm, I'm back to backs today, maybe tomorrow. And again, listeners, I want you thinking about your own family dynamics, your own. I had one client, Kev. Who the sister texted them saying, hey, I already booked my flight. I'll be at your place on, you know, May 23rd to the 27th. Never even asked. Never even asked. Can you imagine? Oh, okay. Nice. So from the 23rd to the 27th, I'm going to have you at my house. And again, maybe that's the dynamic they have. It's not. It's not. And this person is scared to be honest with her sister and be like, can you at least ask when you book a flight across the country, hmm. right? Don't book a flight and pay money to, before you ask whether or not you can come to my house. So again, our listeners struggle with boundaries. They struggle with putting others above themselves. This is exactly it right here. Same. My mom calls me up or no, I call her cause she texted me saying, call me. And she's like, Hey, I, and it was very sweet. Do you want to go to Narragansett this week? It's going to be 84, 85, 80. It's like apparently really warm this week. I don't know. Right which is awesome and i was like um i appreciate it this is me trying to be so kind and Mom, if for whatever reason you were listening like i love you but here's the thing no i can't go to narragansett on thursday yeah on a know, thursday to, emilia and i are going down yeah we're buzz buzz on down. down to narragansett right i don't know what you think entrepreneurship is right uh you know tell all my clients hey you know what I'm going to be at the beach. So, you know, I appreciate your goals and your success and I want to see you win. But first, I I'm, I would rather be at the beach, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, no. And at the end of the day, if you love the beach, you go do you. I don't care about that as much. And yeah, I can maybe book a trip, but I can't do it on a whim. She's like, this week. She's like, do you want to do it like Friday? You want to... You think I'm going to go to Narragansett like this Friday, Mom? You don't understand how my life works, right? So again, hopefully, all the listeners are relating to this with feeling misunderstood. I said, Mom, I'm a business owner. I, I can't, I can't just go to Narragansett this week, like on Friday, because I because it's going to be nice out, right? <laughs> you know, can you imagine? Um, well, if book. you did, it, the the only th- like.
0: You would just go and work, so it's like, yeah, I can go, but it's just gonna—is the Wi-Fi good? I'm just gonna be stuck in the room. Well, she
1: was sweet about that. She's like, well, you and Emilia can work. The Wi-Fi is good, you know, X, Y, Z. I won't bother you. So she was nice about that, but it's just one of those things where it's like you—you don't. And I had that moment, Kev, where it's like, well, she's wants to see me. She's—I wanted to oblige. I did. I wanted to oblige. I wanted to go see my mom, and so instead, what I did is I said, Emilia and I are going to talk tonight and we'll talk about we're going to get together with me, you and her family soon. We're going to go to the lake and, and but we're going to plan it. We can't, we're not going to do it on a whim because the weather is nice. Right. So, um, and again, that's just the way my life operates. But here's my main point to that. Other people don't know the cost that you have right. and you have to communicate that in advance. Like you going to Bianca's place, the cost of you spending an extra half hour connecting might be way more than what she can understand in that moment Mm. and it's very hard to communicate this to people who don't have large goals this has been a challenge for me for my entire life so for the listeners if you're challenged with this this is like this is in my opinion one of the hardest things in the world i have very little like very few friends so
0: it's not i have very few relationships in general so it's not super challenging but i think that's because i always try to we talked about this in the meetup i always try to go in and set a boundary right from the beginning like i have to leave at x time yeah you're way better at that i don't do that very well at all well because i think i know how hard it's going to be if i don't Mm -hmm. i've just had it enough times where it's like i'm standing in the doorway like okay it's time for me to go this is going to get weird where if i say because i'll I'll say that i have i'm going to bed at whatever time yeah i'm happy to come down you know taryn are happy taryn and i are happy to come down and and stay the night but i have to leave at seven in the morning like you know are are you going to stay for breakfast no great habit
1: it's a great it's it's very helpful it's so helpful
0: it's it's almost like it allows you to uh it's kind of like training wheels, right? If you find yourself as somebody who is an obliger, it's kinda of training wheels for you're gonna you might want to oblige in that moment, but if the person
1: remembers the boundary you set originally, it makes things a little bit easier. It's setting expectations. Yeah. Definitely. I remember yeah. Uh, uh yeah. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I was it was July fourth and Emilia and I had said we were gonna leave at noon on July fourth. And her family was like, it's July 4th. And we were like, well, we said, mm. so don't expect it to always work when you, yeah, do yeah, set no, no. that. you know, it's definitely still an awkward moment, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And it's like, well, you have the day off. My mom even said that on the phone. She's like, you have the day off though. Uh, for what'd you do on Easter? She's like, what'd you do on Easter? You had the day off. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Honestly. I, and again, as an entrepreneur for the entrepreneurs listening, there is no day off. I don't have Easter off. You know what I mean? And I know you know the deal. So I could take Easter off, but it's very different. So just feeling misunderstood by your peers, by your family, wanting to oblige them at the expense of yourself. This is the thing. This is one of the biggest challenges I've ever had. Kev, you've definitely not had it as much, but, you know, strong work. And, and I think you're definitely a good guide in this. I appreciate it.
0: Well, I think this is, when I was thinking of a topic for today, it was like, I know our I know our community Gets burnt out. I mean, especially if you're a parent and you're a provider in your home, and that's there's a lot that goes into that. The last thing you need to do is like, what's Alan's problem right now? You know, because I, yeah. I find myself doing that. I've done that in the past where I'm I'm staying up. I love helping the community. Yeah. I love helping the community. But you want to know a, a really really easy way to get burnt out? Answer all of your DMs, all of your emails with thoughtful messages. Then go try to do. A 10 out of 10 day like you can get burnt out doing that so i have that experience too from from the
1: service side since we have the time would you mind telling the story we were at your world within your world within live which is the second event we co-hosted shout out to edp and you spent the entire lunch Instead yeah. of with the whole team and with everybody, you, with this person who really needed you, which I thought was also great, and I think mm-hmm. that's your heart, and that was wonderful, but it also was at the expense of, like, Taryn didn't know what you wanted for food. It was like, and oh, it honestly, was in hindsight, that was not the leverage point, right? Spending time with the, the whole team. team, we all went to lunch, all 25 of us. It was beautiful on the ocean. I mean, you did. You missed out on an opportunity, but yeah. you also were helping a community member, which, again, your heart might burn you out. Mm. I have yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, go
0: ahead. I, we were on, we interviewed Catherine Nash on stage. And I think we were the first, maybe we are the first people up. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember the order. But we broke in between, I think there was like five speakers or six speakers. We broke in between and there was lunch. And I, we were walking, so we were on the 11th floor, 10th floor, 9th floor. 11th. Yeah. I know you'll remember. We were on the 11th floor overlooking the ocean in Hollywood, Florida. It, just, it was beautiful. And you walk out of the room... And I think we were like walking towards the elevator, and somebody said, "Hey, can I can I chat with you for a second? Your your story really inspired me because I think we mentioned our stories on stage a little bit."
1: Mm-hmm. And I was like,
0: "Yeah, of course." I said, "I'll I'll catch up with you guys. It should only be a minute." I know my Wi Fi is Jeff and Dory. Um, and this person like shared with me how they had had suicidal ideations and they'd really struggled and they'd have they'd had depression and anxiety. And we just sat down and started talking. We just we talked and talked and talked and talked. And I think. I think I got down to lunch with like five minutes left. And I, I think I had a salad waiting for me because Taryn got me something. But yeah, it was very much just pouring, pouring and pouring and pouring. I mean, that happened at, at Next Level Live 2023. I I had to go to the bathroom in between our speeches, in, in between our presentations, but I was doing the breakout group. So I was like, ah, whatever, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll find a way. You know that, that level of Sometimes you, sometimes you do put, put other people first and that's okay, but you just have to understand the detriment of it. And Mm -hmm. at that event, I didn't understand, like, I'm going to miss lunch. I'm going to be starving for the rest of the day. Nobody knows where I am because I didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. You can't really know until you know.
1: And then all of us had to kind of fumble to figure out what Kev wanted and stuff. So it also affects other people. Yeah. And that's the other piece. So again, what, what's the best the best decision in a given moment to put yourself, to put others. And that, I think that it shifts, it shifts. Of course. And, and yeah, communication. I just want to ask your internet was messed up that whole time. Do you yeah. want to retell the story no, no, we're or good. you want to just good. keep, okay, no, no, we're cool. good. Yep. All yep. good. We're good. All right. Anything in closing? Uh, I would say, what's your tendency. That's the question I had written down, which is what's your tendency. Do you tend to be an obliger? Do you tend to be a questioner? Do you tend to be a, a rebel and just, you know, go off the rails for lack of better phrasing, or do you tend to be an upholder, which is someone who keeps their promises to others and to themselves? And are you over promising at the expense of self? Mm. Because when you have too many, I remember when I used to have, I don't wanna to say too many friends, but yeah, I, I was too, I made too many commitments, too many parties, too many barbecues, too many weddings. I, I remember I was spread so thin With too many relationships in many ways. And you got to be real careful with this and you got to protect your time and effort um, so that you don't burn to the ground. 100%.
0: Next Level Nation, if you are burnt out and you're looking for support, you're looking for belonging, you're looking for your people, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. Link will be in the show notes. We're coming up on 700, I believe. Amazing. NLU family members in there. So there's plenty of room for you. It'll always be safe and you can
1: always be yourself. If you are looking for more incentive to read more consistently, readers are leaders. Uh, This book is Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess by Dr. Caroline Leaf. We still have two more chapters or three more chapters of this book. I'm going to be putting a poll in Next Level Nation with five book options for the next book. If you click the link in the show notes, you'll go to the landing page for Book Club. Uh, You'll be able to say, hey, my name is Jane Smith or John Smith, and it'll email me. I'll I'll register for you, um, and then you can just join us. You'll get an email, and you'll just join Zoom, and you can participate as much as you want or not at all. It's entirely up to you. Some people participate the whole time. Some people read the chapter every time. Some people don't. Some people just listen in on their walk, and it's at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single Saturday. Uh, We hope to see you there.
0: Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1,307. You need the permission to be imperfect. We had a really powerful team call Wednesday night, and that's where this thought process for this episode came from. So I am sure you will enjoy it. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow.
1: Don't burn out. Next level nation.